Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. I don't know about you, but I woke up with way more energy than I had all of last week, and I'm going to explain why uh, later in this episode, but I will say today we wake up with the sun in Aquarius, sextiling Jupiter and Aries. And you know, last week you listened to my episode was a very heavy week, and I think I posted the episode last Tuesday, and the week just got heavier and heavier, and it was one of those weeks where you didn't really want to do anything, you weren't sure what you want to do, maybe feeling melancholy, but not really sure why, um, and then it got a little better by the end of the week, and the weekend, it, it still was good, it was just intense, or just slow moving, you know, just heavy. You know, when I say heavy, yeah, that can mean serious, but it can also mean just the energy is heavy, even though life currently isn't heavy for you, it just felt heavy. But again, we wake up feeling, you know, way more energized. I know I do, and we're gonna talk about that. Um, This week, we also have Venus moving into Pisces, and then on Sunday, we have the Sun trine Mars and Mercury trine Uranus. So this is gonna be a great, um, kickoff week to, I think, the next month. Like I had said, the end of January, February, it's going to be pretty easy, smooth sailing in the astrology world, but March gets a little crazy. I Again, I feel like that's going to be the most intense month of the year, March and April probably, but definitely March. I was just on Jersey Joe. I'll post a link to it. Definitely go check that out. Uh, he's had He has a couple shows on his YouTube channel. And the fourth year, I just went on his show two weeks ago. It's out now. And made my astrology predictions of the year. So definitely go check that out. Jersey Joe 50 on YouTube. And I really love doing this because I think back each year I go on to a show, I realize how much more I've grown and learned. Uh, compared to last year, the year before, each time I come on and I'm like, every year I'm like, damn, I'm really in this. I'm getting much better and I and my knowledge is so vast. So, you know, astrology is a beautiful, never-ending, um, a never-ending mind, I guess. What am I trying to say? A never-ending mind trap, you know, full of theories in life and I just love it. So, Okay, so we are waking up with Tuesday, today, sun, what is it, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, the sun sextile Jupiter. So we can expect the energy around sudden possibilities. Oh, oh, suddenly something is opening up for us and we can see what it is. Now, it won't be like a major open, but you'll finally see the little crack. You'll see the little crack of possibilities there. Um, And again, the energy this week is going to be much more of a pick-me-up, much happier, much lighter. We're going to feel like we have hope again, and we're going to have high energy again. And there's, again, there's something with this possible, this positive possibility to something. A new purpose is on the horizon. And when we sextile, it makes a promise. The trine delivers. So this is just a beginning, a planting seed of possibilities. But I can tell you, your mind and your path want from feeling blocked to feeling open. You want from last week where we were kind of stuck looking at the blocks and stuck looking at the dark stuff and stuff and you know stuck looking at how things weren't working out to now we're looking at how things are working out and all of the possibilities of what can happen. So we're going to feel light on our feet, meaning we're going to feel very energized. Our mind is going to feel very sharp. We're going to be um, able to make executive and fast decisions and not think twice about it. 
And we're just going to be really alert. And I'm excited about that. Again, after last week's sorrow, we're now switching. And like I said, the planets shift and they remind us that emotions are not permanent. Feelings are not permanent and we will move past those feelings and we will change past those feelings. So think back to last week. Maybe last week you had a really emotional week or the week before because those were tough weeks. And then now you're waking up this week and you're like, huh wow, I don't really feel that emotional about that thing anymore or I don't feel this type of emotion. And remember that for the next time you feel very emotional or you feel like you're in a feeling that you can't get out of or a feeling that you don't like, this feeling will pass. This will shift. This transit will change and this feeling will pass because I promise you that will happen. So hold on to this evidence of feeling better this week uh, for the next time that, you know, planets switch the way we don't like (laughs) and they always switch back. Um, I want to talk about real quick before I jump into the rest of the transits, because Venus and Pisces, I got a lot I want to talk about, to talk about Abram's birthday party last week. If you remember, his birthday was this past Sunday on the 22nd. He's an Aquarius sun, Aquarius rising, Aquarius Mercury, and a Libra moon, and with conjunct Mars on his Libra moon. So... Uh, he has been having Saturn in his first house for two and a half years. It's been really interesting. Uh, I've been talking about how it's played out over the last two years on the show in his life. But I said that Venus and Saturn were going to be conjunct on his birthday last this past Sunday. And when there's a conjunction, there's a blend of energies, right? Good and bad. And with a benefic, though, you'll have more better. You know, even though you have more better, that's not a word, sorry. With a benefic, you'll, it'll be a little bit better or warmer or more harmony. Um, versus, but we also have the malefic of Saturn. So let me tell you how this played out. So... My son had a sleepover at his dad's house, and I took his brother on Saturday night. And his brother and I just had a really chill time. I, I also remind you, my kids are both ruled by Venus and Saturn. And then Sunday morning, I called them because they didn't wake up. And apparently, Matt, you know, their dad said that they were up till 4.30 in the morning. And I was running around all morning, and then I picked my son up. And it went from having, like, a great time he did to, like, the ultimate meltdown. Like, like you you know, Venus wanted to party so much, and, you know, and Aquarius and enjoy and have fun. But there's repercussions for staying up late. So when I got to him, there was a lot of meltdowns. And then his brother, he felt a certain type of way about not being at his friend's, his brother's sleepover. You know, it's just one other friend. And so there were a lot of emotions bubbling up and tired. And then we got to the birthday, the family birthday party at Matt's parents' house. And my mother called, which it feels like every time there's something with Saturn, flat tires are involved. And she was a mile down the road and got a flat tire in the raid. So I was like, all right, so this is how Venus and Saturn are showing up in my sixth house, which is unfortunate events or accidents or bad luck, really. Um, is my son's birthday party. My mother breaks down and has a flat tire. But, you know, it all worked out in the rain. It was kind of crazy. And... And it was just high emotions, right? It was this mix of he had the most amazing time and it was fun and it was structured and it was real and it was very, very deep to him. Uh, But then again, you go too far and Saturn's like, ah, I'm tired. And Saturn's still a little bit in that mix with Uranus. So we got home and 
my son was in the bath and it was so cute. He was just, he just starts crying and he was like, I had the best day ever yesterday. I just want to, like from when the sleepover started, he's like, I just want to start it all over again to when my first friend got there. And it was so sweet. I want to do it again. I'm like, buddy, you're going to have it again. You're at the age of sleepovers now. He's like, it won't be again until I'm 10. I'm like, no, no, no. It will be much more now. You're at the age where sleepovers start to happen. Don't you worry. And again, I said, Remy had a much harder time. And when we were laying in bed, he had said, we're laying there, finally silent. He had a big hard time. And then he, and I tried to help him like understand his emotions. And then I thought he was asleep and he looks over and whispers at me and said, I guess I was a little sensitive today. (laughs) I was like a little, okay. So that's really the way um, that went out. And then one more thing, not to make this all about my kids, the way it plays out, but Yesterday, I took him to the YMCA just to go swimming, and they both still have never took taken their um, test for the green belt so they can swim anywhere, and they both were like, I'm going to take it right now, and so they found a lifeguard, and they both worked really hard and passed it, both, and, and did amazing, and I saw their hard work at it, and so with Venus conjunct Saturn, there is this, like, you want something, right? They wanted to be able to swim everywhere they can. They wanted to be go to the deep end, go off the dive pool, all those things, so they finally were ready when Venus conjunct Saturn. They've been working really hard on swimming and a lot this summer to, like, yeah, we're going to do this thing, and they just randomly did it, and it happened, and they passed, so yay! So that's really how Venus and Saturn kind of showed up with my kids and in my life in the sixth house that also it's not just bad accidents unfortunate you know when I say bad accidents sometimes they come but it's more like bad luck unfortunate but it's also hard work and sacrifice and good things that come after hard work and sacrifice so remember that about the sixth house okay let's jump into Venus and Pisces right now which I am very 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 excited about it's going to be there till february 20th so almost a month it goes in on thursday now venus is exiled in pisces so she is at her strongest she is working at her best and is very well supported in pisces so um when it comes to our family, right, let's talk about what Venus rules. For those of you who are newer to this, some of you already know this very well. Venus rules over our love, our romance, our friendship, our family, but particularly um, the women in our family, you know, sisters, aunts, mothers to a degree, um, our self-love, our aesthetic, you know, harmony, and as well as our own inner child and children, in a way that also is represented there in Venus. So it's going to be much easier for us to have love or experience the emotion of love, joy, and harmony when it comes to sisters, family, lovers, friends. It's going to be easy for us to open up, forgive, let go of resentment and come together again, especially after having, you know, Venus coming out of uh, Capricorn and Aquarius, where she's a little bit closed up, even Scorpio, really, let's just talk all the winter months, you know, when we descend in Venus going into once it goes Scorpio, Sag is sort of fun for her, but then it's blocked a little bit. So now she's really she's learned and she's growing and she's ready to become her divine feminine self creativity will seem to flow freer or will feel or will feel a spike in our creative energy it will be easier for us we can also feel very mystic you know pisces is a very mystic otherworldly sign 
And when Venus moves in there, I feel like our aesthetic, especially those people that are ruled by Venus, that's a major ruling planet, are going to feel very mystic and very mystique and mysterious and, and actually really connected and really connected and feeling like you know what you need to create, especially for my Venusian people and my Pisces. You know, you guys get lost. You go through many cycles throughout the year of being disassociated and lost and then all of a sudden open to that creative flow. And that creative flow is going to be flowing for the next month. And I'm excited about for that for you. And again, wanting to embody a more um, mystic aesthetic. So maybe you want to look a little bit more mo- bohemian or maybe you want to change your house around to a little bit more bohemian look. Um, um, and feel, what do you feel comfortable in? What do you feel dreamy in? What do you want your house to to feel like uh, if you want to change up? I know yesterday I went to Ross, or the day before, you know I love my Ross, and I bought a new mirror, I got a new painting, both kind of very bohemian, which is the theme of my living room, and I was like, I just need to make it a little more mystique around here. And then last night I was finishing up my notes and I was like, oh, duh, Venus is getting ready to move into Pisces. So we also are going to have a stronger connection with the divine masculine and feminine. So if you are more masculine, you might have a more divine um, connection with the feminine side within yourself or with just feminine people in your life. Maybe you have a hard time connecting to feminine energy and now you finally um, can connect there. They're going to be power dynamics or the unbalanced energy between the masculine and feminine should feel more balanced or harmonious. You know, family resolutions, like I said, or new Venus connections uh, being, you know, happening, new Venusian connections happening. So some of you, Pisces rising, Pisces in um, Virgo rising, so the Pisces in the seventh house. People that have Pisces ruling the fifth house, you guys might have uh, some new love connections or maybe some new friendship connections that really blossom and grow. Again, I'm excited for family resolutions, for being more open, for forgiving. Be careful, though, because Pisces doesn't have boundaries. I'm sorry. I love you guys, but you know how much you have to work. And Pisces are always the ones who blur boundaries, but also are the ones who connect with people who don't have boundaries. So for the most part, this is going to be really, really great. Uh, and you can transcend boundaries with a lover and finally connect with a lover um, when maybe you were previously blocked. However, this can bring you into a little bit of a trance also with a lover that uh, ends up being... <sighs> not real, I could say, you know, an illusion to a degree, especially if you still have Neptune there. Most likely not. That's like the latter. Is that what that means? When it's the latter? I can't remember when they say that. Is that the less or the more? But whatever, it's the la- that's going to be the less option. Less people are going to have um, a bad, not a bad, um, oh my God, can I get my words together? You know what I'm saying. More people are going to have happiness with Venus and Pisces, opposite illusion with Venus and Pisces. But there is still that possibility. And uh, Venus and Pisces is also going to be about embodying new ideas and concepts when it comes to coupling or sexual self-expression. We might want to be a little bit freaky or just open to try something new. Maybe we're laying in our bed or with our partner thinking about, you know, the doing the naughty. And we're like, you know what? I'm kind of bored with what I've been doing. I need to spice it up. 
I need to spice it up because ask those mutable signs, Virgos, Gemini, Sagittarius, and Pisces, uh, we know how to spice things up and get a little wild and get a little freaky because we push past major boundaries. We don't really have any. So we're open, kind of the weirder the better. So you might find yourself more lured to something a little bit different when it comes to the bedroom. And we want from our self-expression was probably a little bit closed off, especially when Venus was in Capricorn in the winter. And then Aquarius, it comes out a little bit more, but still not as much as Pisces. So we want from, you know, that layer of being closed off of self-expression, we got to understand it a little bit, especially last week, the week before, hopefully we had some awareness. Why am I getting so closed off here? Why do I feel like I can't express myself? Now, when Venus moves into Pisces, it's going to be very easy for you to express yourself and open yourself up and understand how you want to be presented or present yourself into this world. And you know you want to be free. There's a lot about that to freedom as well. Venus and Pisces can also be, I want to be free. I want to be free of obligations to people, places, family. I want to be free to love. I want to be free to be me. So freedom and boundaryless is definitely the themes with Venus and Pisces. But, um, you know, for the most part, this is a very, very, very positive transit. And again, February, it's going <laughs> to this is going to lead to a wonderful February. So look where Pisces is in your chart and where's Jupiter in your chart. And you're going to see... Um, the Venusian and where Venus is, you're going to see the Venusian things that I was just talking about. The themes play around those house topics. Also, Scorpio risings, I think, because this is happening in your fifth house. Uh, you guys have been through a lot since, not to laugh, but we all get our turn. We all get our turn um, with the eclipse season. And so some things have been blocked. Your creativity has definitely been blocked, or what you want in life, or who you are, or how you express yourself has been blocked. So I feel like this is going to be great for creative and love breakthroughs, and you're finally not so fearful to intimately connect with people. That's for my Scorpio risings. That just came to me. Okay, so then we're finishing out the weekend. Again, good vibes this week. Do you guys feel that or what? So we have the Sun in Aquarius, Trine, Mars, and Gemini, and Mercury, which is um, Gemini's ruler, Trine, Uranus, and Taurus, so Cap and Taurus. So they're all working together right now. We got them all in you know each other's sign everything is good so message of positive reinforcements are coming so this weekend we might finally get a message that we've been waiting that a positive reinforcement is here it's ready to help us get through whatever we need to get through feeling mentally on point able to make smarter decisions uh, with our lives our ego will feel very confident but not cocky it's good to be confident cocky is another layer but confident you're going to feel confident and you're going to rock that out able to execute a decision fast or create a very functional and efficient life plan for the future again last week we were blocked the week before we were blocked all of a sudden you might wake up this week and weekend which is what i'm hoping for you guys and say huh I know exactly how I need to make this work. I know exactly what I need to do to start moving forward and get this plan ready for what I want in my life. Finally, overcoming resentments uh, and because you see the positive benefits to doing so. You know, I always talk about resentments. They keep us sick. They hurt us. The other people don't give a shit. I'm sorry, but they don't. You think that 
you know, and I once had to learn the hard way, so I'm not just calling you guys out on this, but I know for myself, and I'd hold on to that resentment and anger, it would be like, they gotta be feeling that. They gotta know that I'm feeling this way and I'm and I'm ignoring them and all this stuff. However, what I learned is no, most of the time they don't even know. They don't really give a shit and you're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting them. You're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting them. And like I said last week, forgiveness is so much stronger than holding on to resentment, pain, and anger. So let that shit go if you didn't after last week. But what helps overcoming the resentment is that you finally see those positive benefits. If we can hold on long enough, which really is never that long, let go of resentment within a couple of days, you probably will start, maybe less than that, start feeling better. And those feelings will be positive benefits for you. And then you'll learn how to let go of resentments or just not hold on. Now to the point, I mean, again, I'm not perfect. And I think with all my mercury, it is kind of naturally easy for me to let go of resentments. Even if I try to hold on, I really can't. And I have a Mars and Pisces, so... It's hard for me to hold on to resentments, but one thing that has helped me when I do start to focus or fester on someone for a couple minutes or an hour or whatever, and I'm pissed off that they did this or the, 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 all that stuff, I let it go because I know I hate that feeling now. I hate that feeling of resentment and anger, and I know that's taking off a minute of my life every time I feel it and adding all other kinds of non-health benefits. So I see the positive benefits of letting it go, and I hope you do too. And it's going to be easier to do it this week and this weekend. And then we can start to enter spring, even though we're still in the middle of winter. I know we have another six weeks or whatever of it. Um, We can get ready to enter, though, that season, finish out this winter season with a much more open heart, which is how we really want to go into spring. You know, we, we die in the winter for a purpose. We die so we can see ourselves and move beyond. And then we bloom in the springtime. And this week is really about aligning ourselves so we can bloom in that springtime energy. Ooh, and the sun is shining today. I get it. You guys know, but for those of you who don't, I'm in like outside of Philadelphia. And it has been such a dark, cloudy, rainy, cold, but not cold enough for it to snow winter. And I don't think I have seen sun since maybe around Christmas time. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Maybe a few days there was like a crack for five minutes, but I'm looking out recording and there is sunshine and I think it's going to be sunny all day. So enjoy that sunshine. Take it all in and get some vitamin D. I love you guys and have a beautiful week.